It's hard to get it all done as a business owner. We often spend too much time as an employee of our company rather than the CEO of it. This weekend's wedding is filled with fires you've got to put out, but that takes away from your opportunity to plan out next year's successes. So in this episode of Own Your Business, I'm going to walk you through four different areas of your company that require months of work for you to do before you see the rewards. Three things you can do today to put a plan in place for those future goals, and the number one thing you've got to do if you want to raise your prices now for next year. Own Your Business is a podcast for event professionals who want to grow with proven approaches. I'm Sam Jacobson, a sales, pricing, and copywriting expert in the wedding industry. Throughout my career, I've booked hundreds of events for millions in revenue. I've also led teams in premium and luxury markets. Now I coach people like you with my company, ID Action Consulting. It's not easy to run a business, especially if it's a business of one, because we aren't born knowing everything. Like you, I had experts who showed me the way when I was starting out and when I was ready to level up. I hope this podcast gives you the confidence to own your business. So last Saturday, I woke up a little after 5 a.m. Yeah, that's right, 5 a.m. And newsflash, that's not actually very early for me. That's not extraordinary. My my typical workday starts by waking up around 5, 5.30, and then I hang out in bed for a bit. I do the things you're not supposed to do by hanging out on the phone. And then I get up and I typically start my day. Now, during the weekdays, it's going to work. And on the weekends, I tend to find something else to do. So I do my normal routine of, you know, I read the news. I, I, I just pick one newsletter, uh, the New York Times newsletter that I go through and I read. And then I move on to all of my fun games that I do that I compete against with my family. Uh, mini crossword, Wordle, connections. If I'm feeling up for it, I'll go into spelling bee. And then I get up and I start my day. So there I am on Saturday, 5.30, already feeling a little antsy. Like I need to do something physical, move my body, be productive. I'm trying to focus less on doing more things in a short period of time when I talk about being productive. And I'm really focusing on more things that are right for me to spend my time on. That's really what productivity looks like for me right now. I've gone through life like a sprinkler system, trying to put out a building fire by spreading a little bit of water around a large area. That's what productivity has been for me. But as I get older and I start to refine my goals and what's important to me, I'm trying to take a fire hose to the important stuff. No longer using the sprinkler, but instead using a fire hose. Another part of getting older, but not necessarily a fun part, is that I've got to take better care of my body. And I remember many years ago, 10, 15 years ago, I was at a manager meeting at the resort I worked at in Washington State. And we were there on Thursday, two o'clock, typical manager meeting. And one of the things that the harbor master did was he pulled out a tape measure at that particular meeting and he laid it out on the table. And we were sitting around this big square. There's like 10, 15 of us. And he pulled out the tape to 78 inches and he locked it into place and he said each inch is a year this is how many inches you get over the course of your life this is how many years you get over the course of your life and I remember he had just turned like 50 or 51 something like that 
and he put his finger down and he said, this is where I'm at on the tape measure. And it kind of scares me and focuses me that I've only got this much life left to live. So that's something I've never forgotten. And now I've always been an optimist. So I'm looking at 90 inches of eye tape measure instead of 78, but I'm 45 now. 45. It's crazy. I'm halfway to 90. And if I want to make it that long and actually enjoy those later years, I need to do work now to prepare for it. I need to get stronger, more flexible, build up my stamina. So physical health is a big part of what I'm focused on right now. Katie and I decided to turn our two-car garage into a wellness studio. I've spent nights and weekends recently cleaning it out, painting it, and putting in new exercise equipment like a treadmill and a weightlifting cage. So last Saturday, when I woke up early and I felt that engine inside of me driving me forward to be productive, needing to burn off that energy, I turned the fire hose to the garage, specifically finishing the painting. I had to laugh at myself. I literally was down there giggling in the garage at 545, rocking out to Tim McGraw, Greatest Hits, putting a third coat of Dove White on the walls. Now, my health isn't the only thing I'm reverse engineering for success right now. I'm also focused on our business plans, what we're doing with ID Action. In partnership with Katie, I'm the one who's responsible for the big picture strategy, developing new services, mapping out how we're going to help as many wedding pros as we possibly can. We've developed quite a few ways to do that over the last few years. At first, it was one-on-one coaching, which is what I offered exclusively in the first couple of years, 2017, 2018, actually all the way through almost to the end of 2019. Then Katie started doing website copy for my coaching clients. That quickly filled up her time, so we had to bring in extra copywriters. And over the next couple of years, that was our big area for growth. That's what we really focused on in 2019, 2020, 2021. And then last year, in March, April, I took a think week and I came up with group programs as our next big thing, our next big initiative that we were going to do, how we were going to reach all of the different people that we wanted to help with their businesses. So we started three new group coaching programs this year, one for planners called Breakthrough that I do with Megan Gillikin with the Planners Vault, a second one for videographers called Momentum with John Bunn and Nick Miller of How to Film Weddings. And then one for luxury pros, or those who want to be one, with Persephone from the Media Socialites that we call Social and Way. And we've helped dozens of people with advanced training through these group coaching sessions and masterminds. We also added, last year, a pilot program of a shift retreat. And now we're doing two of them in November and December in Costa Rica for wedding pros who want to come at 2024 with a solid strategy in place before engagement season. We've got a couple of spots left for each retreat. If you're interested, just reach out, let me know. Happy to answer any questions that you have in mind. So looking forward to 2024 with our own company, this past May, I decided online education and templates are going to be our focus for next year. We just opened our template shop for show at website templates and add-on pages last week. So it's great to have that up and running. And if you haven't gone to our new site, hit it up. Look for the shop in the main navigation. But I also want to continue to provide more sales training. I'll tell you, it's hard to do because there's so much to cover. 
then everyone seems to be at a different place in developing the necessary skills to hit their numbers. We have Blueprint to Book More, which we came out a couple of years ago with, and hundreds have signed up for over the past couple of years, but not everyone is interested in a 10-hour comprehensive training program. Some people just want to get better at one part of the sales process, like say, discovery calls or selling different buyer types or closing the deal. So this fall, I'm developing one to two hour masterclasses for about 10 different areas, which can be bought individually or collectively or used as follow-up training for people who do one-on-one coaching with me or go through a sales process audit. It's like performing surgery on your sales process with a scalpel instead of the meat cleaver. I'm really, really excited about it. Now, I want to get these ready for release by Christmas so everyone who comes back from the holidays full of energy to invest in their education can get what you need to elevate your sales skills. So I reverse engineered all the work that needs to be done to make this happen. Record the master classes, find a filmmaker, rent the space, design a set, write the outlines, etc., etc. But I also got to work on the promotion, create a sales page, develop assets for social media, write emails, develop product pages in our online pro shop, and 397 other things that need to be done to create awareness with our audience. So I I sat down and I did a brain dump of it all, not on Saturday, but on Sunday at 6 a.m. And I'd overwhelmed myself. I had so much to do, it seemed unachievable. Look, it's a big lift to get this kind of service out there. We talk a lot about putting our big rocks onto the calendar to make sure they get done. Well, these master classes are like a two-ton boulder, and I've got almost 10 of them to do in the next four months. You see, if I didn't plan ahead... I wouldn't be able to get it all done. It'd just be a good idea, but not something that I was able to put into action. Big projects like this too often get pushed to the back burner by business owners like me, or like you, because of their sheer size, or the complexity in pulling them off, or the expense, or risk, or time it takes to do them. And I see this all the time when our clients hire us to create a new website for their business. Websites are not small projects, but they're massively important to the future success of your company. It takes our team about 100 hours of work to do one full website for our client. Brand communication strategy, copywriting, layout, style kit, site design. And that doesn't include the 20 to 30 hours of work that you as a client put in to do the interviews with us, provide feedback, pick images, and a bunch of other little things here and there that pop up when putting together a new site. All told, a site could take three to four months to complete depending on how fast it all moves. Now, most clients want a new site to be in place during peak engagement season, so January, February time period. If you reverse engineer what needs to be done for a new site and you look at how long it all takes... It means you're looking at starting a site in September if you want it done by January. If you go even further back, though, and you'll find that you'll have to start looking for a copywriter and a designer in the summer to get on their calendar in time to get the project started in September, finish in January. Now, home gyms, masterclass recordings, websites... These aren't the only things that you need to plan ahead for with your business or your life. Here are a few others that require an early jump. Hiring a new team member, 
My experience is it takes about six to eight weeks to go from, I need to hire someone to they're on the team collecting a paycheck. We're talking a week to put together a recruiting plan, one to two weeks to do the first round of interviews, another one to two weeks to do the second round of interviews, one to two weeks to create a job offer and negotiate a final agreement with somebody who'll say yes, and then two to four weeks for them to turn in their notice, maybe take a vacation between jobs because that seems to be a thing, and then finally get started. But let's not forget that someone joining the team doesn't mean you have an immediately productive person to contribute to your company. Oh no, it could be one, two, maybe even three months before you start to see returns on your investment. And you're going to need to commit dozens of hours in training, SOP creation, and ramp up time for the new person to feel welcome and part of the team. So if you're forecasting a busy spring, for instance, and it's fall right now, this is when you want to start planning ahead to do your recruiting before the holidays. Here's another bigger project that takes time to plan out. Let's reverse engineer how to make more money. You can either sell more events or charge more for the events you book. In the wedding industry, these are your options. And both of them require you to plan ahead. Like months and months ahead. If you want to make more money in 2024, you have to get more for the events you're booking now. To justify those higher prices, you have to build more value and or get more of the right kind of clients to inquire. But to do those things, you have to have the skill set and the collateral to up your game to build the value to justify those higher prices. That means you have to have started a while ago to get better at selling or create that new website or find the right referral partners. No matter what happens, you can't afford to raise your rates only once a year after the holidays, you guys. If you want to make the most of every booking on the calendar, you have to constantly look for ways to increase your value and justify those higher prices. You've got to start now. Here's another long-term project that takes more time than expected that you should look at reverse engineering to figure out when you really truly need to get started. That's referral partners. Let's talk about them for a second because it's already a hot topic in the industry. Planners and venues and other vendors in your field can make great sources of business for your company, especially if you want to level up into luxury. But here's the thing, you don't pick the fruit the day you plant the seed when it comes to referrals. You might need to get several inquiries from several referral sources before you can finally book one of them. Remember, getting the referral is just the first step in booking them. But even before that, you have to develop a solid relationship with someone who can refer you business. And that means you have to nurture a relationship for 6, 12, even 24 months. I have some clients who fed and water relationships with referral partners for years before they got the first inquiry from them. To get those relationships started, you have to build your network. And that takes time too. WIPA, Engage, other workshops and conferences only happen quarterly or even less frequently. And you've got to register for those in advance, sometimes more than a year. So if you want to book a piece of business from a new referral partner for 2025 or 2026, the time is now to get started. And if you're already in the middle of building your network, don't get impatient. Good things come to those who scatter more seeds and water more frequently. Keep that in mind.
Now, I'm not trying to depress you or steal your optimism or make it seem harder than it could be. To be very clear, I want you to be realistic and practical when it comes to growing your business. I have always believed that the number one reason for a human being's unhappiness is our own inability to successfully manage our own expectations. We want more than we have in the time frame we've given ourselves. So when it comes to your business and planning ahead, be realistic, be practical, initiate your future success now, today. Don't wait. Don't wait till January or February to do everything for your business. It's going to take you far too long for you to reach the level of success you want if you're only working on your business and thinking about working on your business and doing things to work on your business in January and February and maybe some of March. So here are three things you can do right now to make it more likely you're going to find success in 2024. Keep a note on your phone for projects you want to do in the future. Call it your idea box. That's what I call it. Katie's always like, put that in your idea box, Sam. And then update it with what you want to see one to three years down the road. Keep that idea box going. Number two, put a time on the calendar for getting your 2024 projects laid out with a realistic timeline. Block off 10 to 15 hours to do it right and to be thorough. Put a time on the calendar. If it's not on the calendar, it's not going to happen. And that's when you want to go through the idea box that you've been adding to over the weeks and months to figure out what'll get done by when through reverse engineering, just like I walked you through on the multiple examples on this episode. You've got to figure out where the starting point is. The third thing that I recommend you do right away is find an accountability partner to hold you to it or to follow up with you on a quarterly basis to see if you're working on your business instead of just working to keep up with it. If you're looking for help or a fun way to do all of these things, check out our shift retreat for this year. I can help you create that one to three year plan for your next five big moves to make or get on the wait list for next year if you've already got a crowded fall. As you can tell, it's not too early to plan for 2025. Boom. That's it for this episode on Own Your Business. If you've heard me on a stage or a workshop or someone else's podcast, you know I have a hard time keeping it short, but I know you're busy. So thanks for spending time with me today. You have a ton of options for guides when it comes to getting you to where you want to go. I hope you found someone you can continue to trust. If you have a friend who could use practical strategies to own their business, please share this episode with them. If you can't think of anyone in particular, we settle for a quick review on whatever podcast platform you listen through. 